0: Day number eight of our 40 days of joy. I get a kick out of saying Psalm 34, verse three does not say, oh, magnify the problem with me. It doesn't say, oh, magnify the devil with me. It doesn't say, oh, magnify our past with me. Now it says, oh, magnify the Lord. And I love that. And. It's a corporate thing. That's why being in community is so important. Finding people to worship the Lord together. I believe it's God's heart, and in certain circumstances it may not be possible, but I believe in most situations it's God's heart for us to partner with a local group of people, to be the body of Christ in an area. And part one of the things that we do is magnify the Lord. So, why worship in song is so important because as we worship in song, as we speak things out loud and in adoration and in proclamation and declarations, we're magnifying the Lord. I remember as sometimes being frustrated with worship leaders because they would have me repeat the same phrase over and over again in song. And I was thinking, Lord, I want to move on. And he says, well, Steve, that's the only way I can get you to say it. And I need you to say it more than once, because if you just say it, sing it once, it doesn't get into you. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And, and then he said, ultimately, though, Steve, I want you to say those things without music. And I've written a lot about that, wrote a book, Declarations, 30 Biblical Reasons Why We Make Declarations, Declare It, which is a powerful book of 96 different life areas with 15 different declarations for each one of those. Because we got to say things that are higher than what we're feeling and experiencing. We have to hear things, but saying it, life is in the power of the tongue. God hasn't called us to use our words just to describe our lives, but to change our lives. We won't have something just by saying something, but saying something is necessary to having something. Speaking is part of creating, and both God and the devil need our words to accomplish their wills. (laughs) I could go on a rampage on that, uh, but my I'm just saying that as part of magnifying the Lord, that that is an aspect of it, of magnifying him in song with other people or hearing a message together or praying together. We magnify the Lord. And again, we don't make God bigger, but we see him bigger. I've been in some prayer meetings that have magnified the problem so much that it just almost moved me just into complete unbelief. That is big. And that's really what the 10 spies did in Numbers 13. Moses sends out 12 spies into the promised land, and he gives them an assignment. Their assignment is not to come back with a conclusion on whether They could win or not because the Lord had already said, I've given you that land. I'm giving it to you. The assignment was to see what the enemy was, get a battle plan for it, and then go in and get victory. But 10 of them didn't understand it. They magnified the problem. And at the end of the chapter, Numbers 13, I mean, I said the Canaanites there, Jebusites, Hittites, sons of Anak were there. They, they kept talking about how big the problem was. Now, again, faith is not in, in denial, but faith is careful about how it talks about problems. Concluding statements, those are things we want to avoid of conclusions on whether we're going to be victorious, whether something's going to change, whether we have the ability uh, something we're, we're, we're careful about those things. I mean, Jeremiah and Jeremiah 1, he gets a calling into the office of prophet and he says, but I'm only a youth. God says, do not say you're only a youth. Be careful what you say, because when you speak out those kind of things, it limits your potential. I think about Zechariah in Luke 1. He gets the promise. Hey, your prayer's been heard. Your barren wife, Elizabeth, you and her, both of you in old age, are going to have a miracle child who would become John the Baptist. And the Lord had to mute. He had to mute Zechariah for nine months. He says, basically, I can't trust. You, Zechariah, to speak around what I'm doing because you're going to magnify the seeming impossibility of something. And so as we, we talk about joy and we, we talk about walking in joy, those who walk in joy will put a guard over their lips. You can't walk in joy if you just say everything you feel. You can't walk in joy if you just vent things constantly and and you give expression to every fear, every anger, every uh, pessimism. It's going to create—it's impossible to have joy if that's what we're doing. Joyous people— control what comes out of their mouth. (laughs) Boy. Yes. So we think about magnifying the Lord. And we magnify the Lord. We can do it through worship and song. We've talked about that through declarations of speaking out his promises, our biblical identity, what we believe he's told us to do. We, we, we do it by being in the Word, quoting the Word, memorizing the Word, meditating on the Word, uh, imagining the Word becoming uh, real in our lives, in our experience, and he becomes bigger. As God becomes bigger, our joy becomes greater. If we're magnifying the problem, then our joy is going to decrease. It's going to decrease. And I list seven things. Wow, I I had seven in the the previous day as well. About seven reasons why you should be encouraged. Here's seven things we're tempted to magnify and say, the Lord, the problems we're experiencing, our abilities and responsibilities, where we're focused more on that, what we need to do rather than what Jesus has done. We're tempted to magnify what the devil is doing, to magnify our past. By the way, nobody's past can stop them, but current beliefs can. We're tempted to magnify our apparent disadvantages. I mean, whether Jeremiah is saying, I'm only a youth, or Moses says, I I can't speak well, I stutter, Gideon magnifying, there's no miracles coming, and I come from a bad family. (laughs) This magnification of the apparent disadvantage makes God small and that big. We're tempted to magnify our feelings with the belief everything we feel must be true. Elijah did that in the cave in 1 Kings 19. He magnified. By his feelings. He says, I'm the only one left. I'm suicidal. I mean, And he, we need to be careful about getting our beliefs from our feelings. Again, we don't deny our feelings, and our feelings at times are great indicators of going and getting help from people, but ultimately, they're not what needs to be magnified, and we are also tempted to magnify the faults of others. And as we have a perfectionistic attitude or, else, or at times, as I wrote in the devotional, at times we use other people's faults to justify our own and be an excuse for our, our own faults. That's a joyless state of nitpicky, of, of looking what's wrong. And, and it's really, you think about the prodigal son story, Luke fifteen, and you got three characters: the prodigal son, and then you have the elder brother and father. And the elder brother was joyless. The elder brother mindset, which is fault finding, critical, uh, performance based, it's joyless. And he, he knew what was wrong with his brother, and he was focusing on that and focusing on what was wrong with his dad. And again, this doesn't mean we, we ignore things, don't have brave communication, or, or doesn't mean we're not going to have boundaries in relationships, but it's a hard attitude. And the default of an elder brother mindset is to first see what's wrong with a person or place. The default of a father mindset is to first see what's right with a person or place. And father mindset is much more joyful than the elder brother mindset. So we're giving you keys of how to walk in joy, and that's one of them. And so here's a here's a little tip for you that the Lord had me do is that every time you're tempted to criticize somebody, pray immediately pray for them inwardly. Lord bless them. Bless them, Father. Thank you for that. Yeah, bless them. Bless them. Bless them in this area. Let their lives be abundantly blessed and prosper and successful. And that will turn the tide on that habit of fault-finding critical attitude. Wow, hey, great to be with you today on what are we magnifying? Let's magnify the Lord, and I believe you being a part of these 40 days is part of magnifying the Lord. And you're going to see him bigger. And I'll say it again, the bigger you see him, it's the more joy you're going to have.